0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, babe. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I'm your host, Diana Jevia, that's G-E-B-B-I-A, and you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Diana Jevia. Hey, while you're there, check out Believe too. They're on Instagram at Believe Podcasts, B-L-E-A-V, and at Believe Pop Culture. Got lots of great shows on this network for you to check out. Not just about pop culture, sports, all the things, TV, check it out. Um, how has your week been? So I um, had my 30th birthday extravaganza, emphasis on the extra, um, and I'm really coming back down to earth. Yeah, last week we were in Disney World. If you go on my Instagram, I posted uh, some pictures. We did so much on that trip. It was five days total. I mean, two days for traveling. One and a half for traveling, rather, because like the first day you get there. You know what I mean. You get there a little later, so you don't do the full day. Um, and my mom, I just want to give a special thanks to my mom and my friends, uh, Christina and her mom, Carol, for making this trip so very special. I mean, every little detail was planned down to the birthday cake in my room that I came back into on my birthday and pretty much ruined the surprise because I'm like, yeah, we could go party. We could do this. Like we're leaving tomorrow. We should just do all the things and then my friend Christina just looks at me and goes, "Diana, I love you. We have a cake being delivered to the room." I thought she was going to be like, "Diana, I love you. You party too much." It was funny. It, it was kind of something that belonged out to Bravo and I was like, "Oh my bad." Okay. Um but yeah, it was it really was a beautiful trip. Um I'm I'm 30 now. Doesn't feel any different. That's good. Um Maybe I'm a little more reckless. I got a random tattoo. Let me tell you about my weekend. Well, it wasn't really random. Let me back that up. Because I did see the, like, I follow this tattoo shop on Instagram and I did see their designs. They were doing what's called a flash sale, not a slash sale as my mom thought it was called. Um, And they had the designs up and everyone would go and line up early And if you, you know, you had to sign up for slots, So if you got picked, you got to get a a tattoo like off their sheet at a discounted rate. Um, And at first I got turned away. I had felt like fallen in love with one of the designs on Instagram. And at first I got turned away because there were just too many people. But they were like running through the wait list and they were able to squeeze me in. So I have a new rib tattoo. That's that's how we're starting my 30s off. We love to see it. Um, Random. This is so random. This podcast is starting off. very very like I'm just talking about everything but Bravo right now but I feel like you'd be interested in this we are gonna talk Bravo I have something fun planned for today's episode I just didn't feel like doing a straight recap I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know if it's just the episodes seem like lackluster lately um so I figure we're gonna spice it up and I'm gonna do some unpopular opinions I did this on my Instagram page um Last weekend, I think it was. And you guys like got really passionate about this. So we're going to go with some unpopular Bravo opinions for today's episode after we spill the Bravo tea, of course. But before we get into that, I need to rant about something totally random. So I'm I have a Disney magic key like that's the annual pass for the one in California. And I belong to a bunch of Facebook groups like with pass holders, you know, we talk about events coming up, like we share little like tips and tricks or whatever, like ask questions or share share pictures of like our days at the park or whatever. It's really cute. And someone posted that they were going to Club Thirty Thirty, which if you don't know, it's like this super exclusive, like fine dining place in Disneyland. You can only um, be invited by a member if you're not already a member, like you can't eat there if you're not. So I Googled, I'm like, all right, well, how do you become a member of Club 33? I I probably can't afford to do it right now, but we'll put that on the list. Apparently, it's like about $100,000 to become a member of Club 33 on top of like hundreds of thousands of other dollars worth of fees on top of that. And then to make matters worse, there's a 14-year wait list to get into club 33. I'm sorry. So by the time that you like figure out if you have enough money to join club 33, you got to wait another 14 year. It's so like come on. Come on. Who came up with that? Heather Dubrow. I bet Heather Dubrow has a club 33 membership. I bet she does. I don't like her in case you haven't noticed. That's going to be one of my unpopular opinions later on. I literally just got done watching this week's episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County. And I am infuriated with how much that woman gets away with. I don't want to spoil it too much or spoil my unpopular opinion too much. So I'm just going to calm down for a second and put it on hold. If you guys haven't listened to, two weeks ago I did an episode with Ryan Bailey. And we spoke about Orange County a little bit. And he's like, wow, you get really heated about Heather Dubrow. I do because she's just a mean girl. And it bugs me that nobody sees it. OK. Um, we do have to spill some Bravo tea. Let's let's start with the mild tea, OK? Because I got a few pieces of tea for you. Some of them are interesting. And this one's like probably the least interesting of, um, of it all. So we're getting yet a below deck franchise. I don't know how I feel about this. It pains me to say it because I was such an avid Below Deck fan. But now I just think we're on Below Deck Overkill. Like, how many Below Deck series do we need? I think we were fine with the regular and we were fine with Med. And then once Hannah left Med, we could put Med to bed. See what I did there? I should become a rapper. I should be in the Super Bowl halftime show. Just kidding. That was phenomenal, by the way. Anyway, um... Yeah, so now we have below deck down under, and they're trying to sell us with a really attractive younger captain. I see. Oh, wait, before I get into that, we're going to rewind. That's my rewind voice. I totally forgot there's below deck sailing yacht, because again, we just have too many of these below decks and we don't need them all. Um, But anyway, the captain, they tried to go younger and cuter to make us watch this one. So his name's uh, Captain Jason Chambers. He's good-looking, fine. I'm sure that's going to stir up some trouble. We have never seen a captain get into a relationship with anyone on the show. Um, maybe we won't. I don't know. To be honest with you, I didn't even watch the trailer because I'm just not interested in Below Deck. Um, but the cool thing about this, I have to say, Aisha Scott, so she was on Below Deck Med uh, for a couple of seasons. She is Chief Stew now. I think she was second and third chief or maybe just second um, chief. Wow. Second or third stew in those seasons. And now she's the chief stew. And I have to say, it's really cool to see a crew member move up. I was just about to say this is the first time we'll see that happen. But it's not because Malia moved up from um, a deckhand to bosun, And we don't like Malia because she's irritating. And that's why I don't like blowjack. I am so sorry. I feel like I sound so negative <laughs> this whole podcast. I'm really not a negative person. I'm just angsty. She's got that post-vacation angst going on. You know what it is. You know what it is. Um, okay, so we have another interesting piece of news to share. This is about Jen Shaw. So um, I'm going to take this piece of news from the Bravo docket. Their Instagram, if you don't listen to them, by the way, um, they are two attorneys who are obsessed with reality TV. And they have a podcast where they literally explain like lawsuits and any legal issues that these reality TV members are finding themselves in. Sidebar, I'm trying to get them on my podcast. I really am. I've emailed them twice. They're busy ladies podcasting and being attorneys, so I totally get it, but I'm going to follow up with them again. If you have any connection to these Bravo Docket ladies, tell them that they should be on their um, their girl, Diana, their Bravo Besties podcast, okay? Um. So they on Instagram, the way they amazingly explain things, because you know how I always say, like, I'm not a lawyer, but, like, they are, so they, they're good at explaining things. Jen Shaw is the only defendant in her case that is maintaining her innocence and proceeding to trial. So I'm not a lawyer, so I'm going to read their captions, even though I think I understand this one. And I think you do, too, because you're smart, my bestie. OK, so their caption says, nearly all of the co-defendants in Jen Shah's case, US versus Chidi, pled guilty to some subset of the charges against them, with another choosing to waive his indictment, which generally means you're giving up full prosecution of the case to help the government. He and the other defendants have either already received sentences or are awaiting sentences. The longest sentence we have seen for a co-defendant was 72 months in custody and that individual pled guilty. So 72 months is seven, six years. Um, as of December 2nd, 2021, Jen was heading to trial with two of these co-defendants. One of them was, I think, Stuart at the time, Stu Chains, her old assistant, um, but because they pled guilty, she will be the sole defendant at the March 22, March twenty-second, 2022 trial. It's 730 guys tonight and I'm almost ready for bed. That's what happens when you turn 30. Um, we saw there were other pre-trial motions and letters filed by Jen that we will soon discuss. Very interesting. And then, of course, their disclaimer is that, um, they're for entertainment purposes only and not legal advice. Consult a lawyer for legal, legal advice. Got to back up my girls, who are not really my girls, but they will be one day. I, I believe it. Um. Anyway, so yeah, basically Jen's the only one who's in trouble with her situation that has not pled guilty, and everyone has pled guilty to sum up what the Bravo docket so amazingly explained. Everyone else has pled guilty or waived the indictment in some capacity. Basically, in my opinion, in my understanding, rather, or not opinion, cooperated in some capacity. Now, obviously, cooperated sometimes has different connotations, like you're working with the government, but like pleading guilty, like they're not, they're not stopping the process any further. They're not going to trial. They're just like, all right. So they're getting reduced sentences. And reduced, one of them was 72 months, which is six years. So that's not reduced by any... I mean, in this sense it is, but like that's not a small sentence by any means of the word. You know, hold on. Let me Google for you how many years she's facing in prison. I want to say it's like 40, but I could be wrong. Jen Shaw prison time. Let's see. Uh, She faces a statutory maximum sentence of 30 years on the charge of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. She also faces 20 years where to go she also faces another 20 years on the money laundering ch- charge so like if she gets the book thrown in her that's 50 years that's arguably the rest of her life you know I don't know why she's playing around with the law in this case especially when so again I'm not a lawyer but I have heard that when there's a federal case against you it's because they built up enough evidence to basically prove your guilt. So look at Teresa. Teresa and Joe both pled guilty to their charges. And I think Teresa ended up serving maybe a year, not even a full year, and Joe served four years. I mean, he got deported because there was a whole other slew of issues with that. But I don't I don't know what Jen is thinking on this one. I feel like at this point she is being very proud Um, And she doesn't want to admit any wrongdoing to ruin her image. But at some point, you got to put your pride to the side and think of your family in this case. And I just don't see this going well. I can't believe that the trial is coming up. It was supposed to be in October um, when BravoCon was supposed to happen, but those both got postponed. So it's going to be next month. Um, And we know that'll be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be, like, televised. I don't think they are. I know most trials, I don't, actually, I don't want to speak on that. I know some trials are televised and some aren't. I was going to say, I think if it's a state case, it can be. If it's a federal case, it can't. I just Googled it. Federal cases are not allowed um, to be televised. So we will not be seeing this one on TV, but I'm sure we'll be hearing all about it. Imagine she, like, goes on Instagram Live at the, the trial I feel like if anyone would be that dumb to do that it would be Jen Shaw like takes out her phone like hey guys I'm here in this courthouse look at my my outfit look at my Gucci blazer do you like it and the judge will be like ma'am did you ever see oh my god I'm going off on a tangent but did you ever see the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy um and there was a character named Fred Fredberger and he got jury duty Um, And he's like, Judge, where are the nachos? Like, that's going to be Jen. That is going to be Jen. Jen, Jen Burger, Fred, Fred Burger. All right. We're going to get this because this has already gotten so weird. We're going to just turn it up a notch and get a little bit weirder and talk about nobody's favorite couple, Leslie and David Bedore. And I know those names are irrelevant. So let me remind you, that is Shannon's ex-husband. She posted... The most embarrassing reel I have ever seen on Instagram. Somebody else filmed this. So she had to look at this reel with her own eyeballs and approve it for posting. And I'm wondering if she should see an eye doctor because it's that cringeworthy. So you know the drop challenge that's happening on TikTok right now? Like people are just doing normal things and all of a sudden they stop, look at the camera and like drop it low, like little booty pop type thing. They decided to do it together and like her being the pick me girl. She is her caption um, was like when your husband does the drop challenge at random. I don't know what she sounds like, but I feel like that's what it is. And the first one is her and him doing the drop challenge and she's dropping. She's like trying to feel herself and he's doing it too, but he like puts his arms on her. He does a very weird thing when he drops. You have to go to Leslie's page. It's Leslie. Uh L-E-S-L-E-Y Bador, B-E-A-D-O-R. Um, he like puts his arms out and he's like rubbing her arms as he's dropping. And, oh, sorry, I, I just put the sound on. <laughs> but and then she like pops back up and she pulls down her skirt because it creased a little bit and like giggles, and there's a pause, and you could tell like the person like stopped the video. Somebody tell Leslie that you can trim reels Leslie even though I don't like you like I'll come over and give you a free Instagram tutorial but you can trim your footage so nobody sees you pulling down your skirt I don't know if you guys intended to look like boomers but you look like the boomeriest boomers ever Um. so anyway that's not all but wait there's more it gets worse. It cuts to David, a little Super Bowl flex. He went to the Super Bowl. Go Rams, by the way. um, And it was after the confetti fell because they won in our stadium, which is very cool. And he starts doing the drop challenge, but he looks like me when I'm having an IBS flare-up and I'm about to sit on the toilet for 15 minutes. I'm not even kidding you. His eyes are like, well, his eyes always kind of bulge out of his head, but he's like, you have to look like I'm watching it right now. Like he stares at the camera and looks away and like his eyes are bulging and like he's not in a good, like a cute little butt drop formation. His legs are spread apart and he's doing the weird arm things. You have to check it out. I'm I'm sorry for what you're about to witness, but also you need to witness it. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Besties, winter is here, and listen—I don't care if you live in Jersey where it's freezing, or like me in California, where the weather doesn't know what it wants to do. Winter is rough on your skin, but you know what is here to help? It is Ways Skin Softening gentle Melrose Place body cleanser. You could turn your shower into an escape with it. Yeah, it balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. And their skin softening oils in a hydrating blend, which is most important for this time of year. They've only got high quality nourishing ingredients like cojoba seed oil and rosehip oil. It's just that good. Experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser, your body, your way. Go to T H E O U A I dot and use code BELIEVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T H E O U A I dot com. Code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V. How about we share some unpopular Bravo opinions? So the three shows, actually we have four shows airing, but the three shows I'm going to talk about that are currently airing are Summer House, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and The Real Housewives of Orange County. And my first unpopular opinion from The Real Housewives of New Jersey is that I am on Jen's side when it comes to Jen and Marge's disagreement, argument, whatever you want to call it, um, where Marge outed Bill's affair. I am on Jen's side. And this is why I'm on Jen's side. Was she okay for flapping her mouth and badmouthing Marge and her mom about the affairs they had? Absolutely not. That was not okay. However, Marge had been very open about it. So she wasn't ruining any secrets. She wasn't divulging any hidden secrets. There are no young children to protect. She should have kept her mouth closed. But at the end of the day, it was old news. And also, Margaret's very, like, I don't want to say proud. That's the wrong term. But, like, Margaret doesn't care what people think about her. So Jen coming at her and bad-mouthing her, like, it's just not going to bother her. Jen, Jen's issue, so Bill's affair on Jen, nobody knew about that except Marge somehow. <laughs> nobody knew about that. I wonder if she knew the pharmaceutical rep that he had an affair with. But, yeah. Her family didn't know. She said she didn't tell her mom. She didn't tell her kids. So now, Marge being selfish and leaking that is now ruining Jen's children's image of their father. Let me repeat that because I know it took a second for me to get it out. Marge spilling the tea on Bill's affair with the pharmaceutical rep, which was a secret, is now ruining Jen's children's image of their father. And that is going to be with them for the rest of their life. And that was just not Margaret's place to reveal it. I don't care what Jen did before. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't care that this is reality TV. Like, you're a shitty person if you do that. I'm sorry. And you know what? Marge seems lovely on social media on the show. I just can't stand her. So I feel bad for calling her a shitty person, essentially, but I just don't—I don't agree with that. Um, I actually posted a poll last night. It keeps going back and forth. Who's are you on after last night's episode? Right now, Marge is winning, fifty-five percent. Jen, forty-five percent. Um, Twenty-four votes for Marge, twenty for Jen. Earlier, Jen was winning. It keeps going back and forth. Another thing I don't like is that Jen is obviously upset. This is she's rightfully upset. Jackie can understand that she's going to these social events where she feels like an outcast um, and she feels attacked. So you know what? She cries. I don't blame her. I would cry, too. And Marge is like, you have nothing to cry about. Like, "Mm, haven't you done enough, madam? Back it up there. Show even the tiniest bit of empathy, just a little just a squirt of empathy um Tracy Johnson I like her I don't know why she didn't get full-time cast this year because she was filming as a full-time cast but then got dropped down but she's the only one at first really to be like hey I mean besides Jackie like you're being a little bit too much Jennifer has a right to cry she's questioning what Melissa thinks she's not blindly following her um so it shows that she is a brain and she can think for herself. So I hope we see more of her. Also, I just went on her Instagram and she's not verified. Can someone get this woman verified, please? Who do we got to talk to to get Tracy Johnson verified? She's Tiki Barber's wife. She's on The Real Housewives. Come on. Let's go. Um. All right. My next unpopular opinion, I'm going to go with Summer House. And this is going to hurt a lot of people. But I'm going to say it anyway. I... Craig and Paige, I don't I'm not on board with it. Wahoo, there are two celebrities on Bravo that got together. Does anyone want a cookie? That's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. Um especially so let me back it up. Let me back the thing up for a minute. I was on board with it at first. I'm like, oh, OK, this is kind of cute. I like them together. However, after seeing the season unfold and Paige bragging that she is two guys to fight over like nobody cares, seeing it play out every single episode and it's like I like Craig and then it's like, well, Andreas here and Craig is in Nashville with Kristen and it's like blah, blah, blah. It's like nails on a chalkboard at this point. I don't and also seeing how Craig gaslit her two episodes ago. I'm so tired of couples pretending everything is hunky-dory and then Kathy Hilton has to come out and ask who is hunky-dory and we have to be like no Kathy wrong show, but I'm so tired of these couples pretending everything is okay when they go on these shows and it's like we literally just saw the shit hit the fan and splatter all over your face like Amanda and Kyle. Granted, they do seem to be in a much better place, but is that true? I don't know, because on this episode of Summer House, she was complaining about having to sleep in a bed with the man she was going to marry. She's like, I have to share a room with Kyle. How lame is that? And I'm like, you sure you want to marry him, sis? It's just insane. It's baffling to me. But yeah, Craig gaslighting Paige last episode. And Lindsay trying to look out for Paige and Craig's like, she's ridiculous. And just her going back to Andrea and her being like, all these guys like me. Like, I don't know. We're just over it. I've seen enough. I'm ready for a new storyline on Summer House. That one's getting old. Okay. The unpopular opinion you've all been waiting for. Heather Dubrow is a snob. She is fake and she is a snob. I'm sorry. There are so many people like in these Facebook groups, i in that discuss Barbara. Where they're like, I love Heather. She's so great. I don't get why people don't like her. I'm like. Heart, like, have you forgotten Heather's an actress? So literally, like she has taking classes on how to be a fake person. You know what's more important than peace of mind, bestie? Absolutely nothing, okay? That's what NordVPN is here for because they give you peace of mind when you're online. Because, you know, we think about safety at the home, your health and all that, but we never think about online safety. There's a lot of threats you face today on the internet and it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. And NordVPN is the world's best VPN service. They offer the fastest connectivity, most servers and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. And that's not all. You can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. How easy is that? With Nord's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. Less than the coffee we're all buying, right? So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free by going to nordvpn.com/believe or use the code believe. I'm going to share something with you. I have a really good BS detector. I do. When it comes to people, I mean, well, when it comes to everyone except guys I've dated because let's be honest, I don't have the greatest track record, but when it comes to friendships, like I can sniff out a fake right away. And Heather is like my fake detector is going like me, 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 me. Fake, 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 fake. Like, just at one point, ugh, let me let me back this up. I'm getting so heated. I'm getting so heated. I need to calm down. Goose for ba. Goose for I think whoever Heather is mad at, like everyone's got to turn and be like, we're mad at her, too. We don't like her, too when heather and shannon were fighting after the nobu incident the nobu catering incident which by the way how extra are you we got nobu catered Go good for fucking you i got genos catered they make great penny with vodka sauce um wow sorry um everyone hated shannon and then when that blew over they're like yeah we like shannon again shannon's cool And then when Heather started fighting with Noella, that's when everybody started turning on Noella. And let me be clear, can I defend Noella? No, I certainly cannot defend her and most of her actions. However, this episode where Jen is sharing marriage troubles and Shannon chimes in with marriage troubles and Gina chimes in with marriage troubles when it's Noella's turn to talk about her divorce that literally happened six weeks ago. It's like, why are you making this all about you? It's like, can she not share a very real experience she's having? I think because now Heather is going after Noella, like she has gotten everyone to go after her too. And it's just really difficult to watch. Do you remember when Heather did this with Alexis Bellino? This is why I will always not be a fan of Heather. Heather wants to come off as the do-gooder and she does right by everyone. But do you remember when... Tamra had her dinner at Cut Fitness and there was an argument and Alexis felt attacked again. And this was after the season where they all ganged up on her at that group dinner. And she goes out to the limo and she's like, I had to go on Xanax for it. And Heather's like, oh, please, you don't have any real problems. Like, fuck you, Heather. Who are you to decide what someone else's problems are? Maybe Alexis doesn't have any real problems. Maybe maybe she just said that. We don't know that. But it is heartless and cruel of you to refute someone's claims that they are going on an antidepressant for something. Mental health is a very serious thing. Shame on you, Heather. Shame on you. And that is why I don't like her. It hits very close to home to me. Heather seems like the person where she's just going to dismiss everyone's problems and be like, well, they don't matter because it doesn't affect me. And that bothers me. And that's why I get so heated about this. I've struggled with my mental health. Now I'm, I'm going way off on a tangent. But I have struggled with my mental health. I am on antidepressants. Um, so if Heather were, were to see me, would she say that my mental health issues aren't real? I don't know. But you know what? I'm going to be angry with her for this comment that she said to Alexis years ago. I'm going to hold a grudge. Maybe I should have my my dose of Lexapro increased. You know, I just think that everything she does on the show is for show. Um, Also, like Gina's drank the Kool-Aid. Emily's drank the Kool-Aid. Look at this most recent episode where like Shannon's hosting this lunch. And after the lunch, Gina says to Emily, she's like, did you see when Heather was complimenting my skincare line that they talked about at the lunch, Heather or er, Shannon looks so pissed. It's like we watched the clip back and Shannon just has a normal face. And she's like, Yeah, it was beautiful. Like your skincare line looks beautiful. Nobody's jealous. I don't know who put Heather up on this pedestal, but we need to take her down several notches and don't make that what it isn't, okay? We need to just like take her off the show. I think her coming back to the Real Housewives of Orange County was the biggest mistake Bravo ever made. I think they should have brought back Tamara and not Heather. And I commend Noella, even though she's doing a really botched job of it, I commend her for being the only one with the guts to stand up to Heather. I wish Heather nothing but the best. She's a lovely family. I think she's a great mom. I just think she's better suited for places that are not my television screen. That is all. Woo! Is it hot in here? Is it just me? It's just me because everyone loves Heather. All right, I realize that was super ranty, and I'm I apologize. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it there. I hate to end on such a like an angry note. There's got to be at least one good thing that happened this week that I can talk about. You know what? No, I know what I can end it on. I'm going to end it on um, Summer House and how impressed I am with the cast of that show for listening to Maya and her needs and her story about being a black woman in the Hamptons trying to fit into a house full of white people. There's only one other black woman there Um, and she was raw and she was honest and everyone was quiet maybe besides Luke who tried to like make it about him for a second. we were all like, Luke don't. Um, But I am proud of Maya for being so vulnerable. And I'm also proud of the cast members for really listening to what she had to say and making the appropriate adjustments. You know, she felt a little left out by Andrea. He called her the wrong name. He didn't realize the severity of that, the weight of that. And he immediately apologized and he said he's going to do better. So I think that Summer House is really a shining example of what productive, serious conversations could be on reality TV. Like if The Real Housewives of New York did it correctly, it could have looked like that. But they didn't, and we had Ramona making a damn fool of herself. So very impressed with that at the end of Summer House, and I'm looking forward To seeing Maya on more seasons. You know, I feel bad. I called her a bit of a snooze at the beginning of the season. But now that we're beginning to see her character, not character because she plays herself, but you know what I mean, her journey unfolds in these episodes. I'm really liking her. Also, she just turned 32 and she's an Aquarius like me. What's not to love? What's not to love? Wow, Bessies, before I sweat any more bullets, I'm going to hang it up here and say thank you so, so much for tuning in to this episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Hey, make sure you follow me on TikTok and Instagram. The algorithm's being stupid again. So if you could help me out, that'd be really great. I'm at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Also, as a belated birthday gift, rate, review, five stars, subscribe. Would love to see it. Um, also, this is so random, again, because, you know, I never do anything random on the show, but I did get to speak in my college, um, my, my alum, I guess I'm an alumni, my alma mater, that's the word I was looking for, um, my college, writer University, uh, a podcasting class, which was really cool. So if any of you are listening from the podcasting class, like, DM me, say hi. I want to say thank you for listening. Um, Make sure you also follow everyone now. Make sure you also follow Believe at Believe Podcast, B-L-E-A-V, and at Believe Pop Culture on Instagram. And I will talk to you next week. Goodbye, babe. Thank you for listening to Believe.